All right, everybody. Welcome to the Mirandas. This is an extra bonus episode. And it's not a yeah, bonus episode. Okay, it's not. It's our fiftieth episode. Okay, start, start, start over. Okay, are we gonna start it over? No, let's keep going. Okay. All right. So yes, welcome to. I, I I totally blanked. My mind is in a million different places right now. But yes, mm-hmm. this is the fiftieth episode, and this was supposed to have come out a couple of weeks. No, like a week or maybe two a ago. week. Yeah. But we had some, I mean, COVID struck again and in the most unlikely of ways. So we've heard, all heard about the labor shortages. We did not realize that the labor shortage would apply to the sex bus tour <laughs> in the middle of winter. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like COVID has impacted all industries, including tour buses. Yeah. They didn't so have enough Heather staff, had, I guess, to no. run the bus. Yeah. So Heather had booked this awesome um, kind of like birthday sex and city tour. And Gilly was also in town. And so, yeah, and we were planning. And then Zoe was going to join us. We were just so excited for this. And then they called us and they told us that they had to cancel it, which is yeah. like so, so disappointing. We were really, really disappointed. Yeah. And I guess they had a rebook for a later date. But you guys were going down to Miami and like we couldn't make it work. So, I mean, maybe later, maybe we can know. do and it then, another well, time. And then we also had like booked a dinner reservation at Budokan, which oh, is in yes. Sex and the City. But then I had like a financial freak out. Yeah. And Dakota and I are in the process of potentially buying a home. And so as Heather said, and when we were just in Miami, <laughs> she like saw me and like all of my financial insecurity and anxiety. But yeah. like, like, I feel like I can't spend any money right now, which is like not the case. Like we budgeted, yeah. whatever. But I was like, I can't go to Budokan. I can't go to Budokan. There's four dollar signs on to it. To have like a so, sprig of alfalfa sprouts for like I know. $45. So then we can't, yeah. So then we ended up canceling that. And then I was like, oh, my God, this this weekend is cursed. And I think we ended up seeing we saw Worst Person in the World, that new movie. Oh, yes. Zoe. Yes. Do you want to yeah. give a do you want to give a recap? Like, do you want to? It's a great movie. OK, so this movie is very interesting. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you guys have heard of it. I believe it's a Danish film. Norwegian. Norwegian? Oh, God. Because it was in Oslo, on that. Norway. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Oh, my God. I, that That is very triggering for me because I once traveled abroad and it was like the first time I'd really, really been outside the country. And someone was like, what country is Amsterdam in? And I couldn't say it. Oh, my God. And, I, you know, like when you're like put on the spot and yeah. you're just like all information. Performance like if anxiety. I had processing yeah. time, yeah. I probably could have said the the Netherlands. Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> the Netherlands. <laughs> no, and it was really embarrassing. So for the I don't know the, I guess Norwegian, whatever. It was some Scandinavian chic minimalist place. Yeah. And um, the movie was great. It follows this one girl on in her a young woman in her like her late 20s, early 30s and her quest to just kind of like find herself. It's a very coming of age story, but told in a super hilarious, unique and kind of heartbreaking way. Yeah. Highly recommend it, even though I'm not a huge fan of things with subtitles because I have bad eyesight and I lose interest, but um, really good. Yeah, it was cool. And I think it followed her from like college years when she was like in med school and then she decided to be photographer. So there was like career change. There was like dating different people. There was some infidelity. There was a lot of like, you know, finding yourself through another person type of thing, which, you know, I think we've all kind of have done, you know, even if we like don't admit it. Um, But, you know, yeah, it's it's called worst person ever, right? The worst person in the world or in the world. Okay, yeah. I think it's worst person in the world. And the in, something you mentioned, um, the, the beginning plot where she's in college and kind of choosing what she wants to major in. And she goes through all of these kind of ident- different identities. And that part really resonated mm-hmm. with me. And even mm-hmm. though I'm 32, I feel pretty comfortable in my job where I am in life. There's still this part of me that feels like I have all these other different potential futures within me. And I I feel that way when I sell stuff on Poshmark. I was like, am I going to become a famous Poshmark clothing seller? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this is like absolutely like psychotic, but 
I'm like, or I like wrote something in my notes app and I was like, am I going to become a famous author? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God. There's all could. these like potential paths. Mm-hmm. Right. And I know that that's a silly example, but I liked that the movie showed the indecisiveness that we feel particularly generationally, that there are so many different options of who we could be. Um, and the kind of anxiety that comes with yeah. them, of having a lot of options and choices and not mm-hmm. being confident in them. And um, I know a ton of people who feel that way in their careers, life, relationships. Um, they kind of get decision paralysis. They get regret. Oh they're my gosh. unsure. 100%. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, so highly recommend that movie. Um, I'm a little bit distracted right now, Gilly, and I have to tell you why. Tell us why. So within the next like 15 minutes, I'm going to become an aunt. Yep. Aunt Sarah. I know. I'm going to become an aunt. My my sister is about to go get, oh my God, my mom just sent me a picture. So my sister is about to go have a, her baby. So it's the first baby yeah. in our family. And Catherine was on the podcast. Shout out to Catherine. She's just, she's somebody who I watch Sex and City a lot with. Mm-hmm. And she was like the first Miranda of any Miranda I knew. <laughs> and she was like a Miranda when I like made fun of Miranda's and mm-hmm. she's just such an awesome person and, you know, really, truly lived the New York City yes. dating yes. fucking scene mm-hmm. and went through a ton of like ups and downs with dating and life. And so to see her, I just, my mom just sent me a picture of her and my brother-in-law and you just like, it's really, really exciting Also like achieving her dreams. She like really like- Achieving her dreams. Yeah. Yeah. She really check, checked all those things off, you know? I mean, you have to like- Yeah. Yeah. Go through like, if you live in New York City, like, the insanity there, but like and you can she do it. Was really scared for a long time because you know I think dating from in your twenties is really scary if because you kind of think of thirties as like this end date or this time when yeah. you have to get stuff done. And mm-hmm. she she met um uh her her husband um he actually it's really kind of a crazy story he they met a month before she turned thirty. Oh, wow. And then she invited him to her 30th, 30th birthday, birthday party in which all of her high school, college, her the pre-med school, my family was going to be there. And he showed up. And wow. we were so excited to see him. And But, like, it was kind of weird. Like, yeah. a month into dating, you're going to meet every single person important in her life. And he showed up. And so we kind of knew he was a, a good catch um, from there. But, so, yeah. Love so that. that's why I'm, I'm Love looking at seeing, my text yeah. because my mom is keeping me updated. Um, but, yeah, so I'm trying to think. This is our 50th. This is kind of crazy that we've been doing this for 50 episodes. Yeah, for 50 years. No, just kidding. Um, (laughs) No, um, yeah, Sarah and I, yeah, so it was supposed to be the bus, you know, episode, but we just decided, why don't we just do a little recap? Um, We are, like, really, again, really happy with all the listeners that have, you know, hopped on and been listening to us via, and just like that. train wreck um and i kind of miss it does anyone else miss it i miss a little bit i miss a little bit and um miss a little bit and so yeah we just decided why don't we do some good old-fashioned girl talk um on the pod for this episode g talk kind of what we do best (laughs) oh my gosh wait i'm i'm so dying right now i just went on our apple podcasting so i want to figure out where we left off and it's so funny that we have like two one-star ratings and i like kind of there's two now (laughs) we're legit (laughs) i think i texted you haters are gonna hate You know, there's no two star. There's one three star. There's a bunch of five star, which is like so, (laughs) so, so cute. There's some really, really sweet reviews. Like it just fucking makes my day. But um, yeah, so I'm curious if people are going to listen again. And like, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, I I mean, yeah, I hope so. Um, And yeah, so we actually... I'm I'm wondering where we should start start Sarah like should we start Okay so we're going to start with um <laughs> so there's something about the show yes. that was 
describe to me. And it's mm-hmm. a term that I've used before. Mm-hmm. And it's a term that I've overused. And like as a millennial, I am a target of these Gen Zers. Like I yes. am the people that they are trying to crucify yes. with this term. And the term is chuggy. <laughs> We've and mentioned it on the pod before. <laughs> and I really wondered, like, is is sex in the city And this led me down like a giant path of like what is or what isn't. And I was just in Miami and I walked around and I was like, can an entire city be chooky? I don't know. I think it might be. I don't want to offend anybody in Miami because it's not everybody, but I think the tourists are. Yeah. Tell, tell, Tell them what chooky is. And why we're talking about this. For our listeners, the unofficial definition, at least how I understand it, and and Sarah, I'm I'm counting on you to pull up let you know the very, you know, sophisticated urban dictionary definition. My my definition is that it's like this intersection of corny and basic bitch. Like kind of like mixed together. So it's not just corny and it's not just basic. It's both. Mm-hmm. What what yeah. does what does the what does the internet say? So I would say that's a really great definition of it. And like just for everybody listening, we understand that we're probably like a year late to this conversation, <laughs> which which might probably be the problem here is that we are talking why we're even talking about this, but. It's kind of a, a, a joke that Gilly and I have now where we're like, that's chuggy. We're, we're trying to rebrand the term and kind of like make fun of it. Yeah. But I remember sitting with my family and <laughs> talking about this. And we actually pulled up, my mom's like, pull up a New York Times article and it says, what is chuggy? You know it when you see it. And you we are so behind because this yeah. was posted in May, 2021, dear God. Um, Less but than I was a going year. through and looking at some of the things and- I'm curious if sex in the city would be deemed that or in just like that. And just like that is chuggy. And just like. Is it? No, 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 no. Let now, me, what let me amend that. of it are that? Okay. Let me amend that. People who think and just like that is good. They're chuggy. They're chugs. They're chugs. And, <laughs> and just okay. to give an example of like, again, for our listener of like. One of the things on TikTok that went viral for being chugo for chugo for being chuggy is that like Ray Dunn pottery they sell at like Home Goods or like Target, where it says like it's like white like sugar jar and in skinny kind of like little like hip handwriting it says like sugar or it says butter, um, and so it has this kind of like hip like kind of font used and apparently people like go crazy and collect go to home goods and like ransack the place and they get all the redone <laughs> and they flip it on ebay and etsy like i guess there's a oh i love that okay yeah so it's kind of like a live laugh love type of like home like kitchen brand i guess um and it's kind of like the white woman of Instagram that like Bo Burnham jokes about in his special inside. So that's that's those are like some examples. Okay. There's I have some different feelings about this. Yeah, what and did what was the definition? Ties, so Okay, so that we can go like the funny. Let, I'm gonna go. We're gonna go the funny route after. And we're gonna yeah. go kind of the serious, critical lens route first <laughs> because I no one's interested. I yeah. have a problem. No, is everyone's like shut the fuck up? Yeah, okay. go so funny. <laughs> I have a problem when people critique effort. And oh my god. Okay, so let me let me and put, just put, like that was effort. To, so and that and 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 here it is. It's that we demonize when people put in effort and you know they put in effort. So it's kind of like this idea of like effortless beauty, not trying hard, being the Parisian woman. Yeah. And we're kind of sold this idea that if you put in effort and people notice, that's like you're a try hard. And I think yeah. a lot of like chuggy things are considered like try hard things. Yes. It's like yes. people, people are it. noticing that, that you care. Yeah. And I'm somebody who like cares a shit ton. I yeah. put in effort. I care. And I've always wanted to be effortless but I am not an effortless person I put an effort to most things I do but this so yeah that sounds a little different from chuggy but I see what you're saying 
I, but I think it's on the spectrum of cultural critique. Yes. In which things that we deem like either lowbrow or seemingly yes. kind of basic or middle America, really. Yeah. It's kind of a yeah. critique on that. Yeah. We kind of like say it's tacky and gross. And so, for some reason, this came to mind. Heather and I in yes. high school were obsessed with this book series. I don't know if anyone else read it. It was very of the time called The A-List. Did you oh, read it? No, I didn't. I read The Click okay. or something like that. Okay. So in this book, there's two characters. Okay. And this is very much like the conversation we talk about, like Carrie and Natasha. Yeah. And they have this trope of two women. Yeah. And one of the girls, super wealthy and not super, super attractive, but like pays to get blowouts, pays yeah. to have like the nicest new things, puts in a ton of fucking effort. Okay? okay. Now, the other character, her opposite is Anna. Okay. Anna shows up to volunteering events in a casual cashmere sweater with barely makeup, no makeup. throws her hair yeah. back in a ponytail with like old denim that her mother wore yeah. to like a barn or something, you know? Yeah. And like, Heather and I were so obsessed with being Anna. <laughs> we wanted to be Anna because we didn't oh, want to be the no. girl who put who put in so much effort to look a certain way. You want to be the easy and breezy one. You want to be easy breezy beautiful, like no effort. You just because of you, you're beautiful and great, not because of the things you like try hard to do. So when I looked at the conversation of Chugi in a in a larger cultural like lens and sense, mm. a lot of it demonizes things that are effort that kind of miss the mark. <laughs> and like the example would be Golden Goose sneakers. Um, I don't even know what that know, is. Those, okay, they're like those like $450 sneakers that are like ashy gray with, with silver stars on them. Oh, let me look. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> skinny jeans might be deemed that way. And a lot of these then moving less from like uh, the perspective like of a cultural critique, l- l- looking at actual just trends. It is a really like targeted at millennial trends. So we talk about like side parts, skinny jeans, Uggs. But um, I also think like most trends come back in style. A lot of the shit I'm seeing kids wearing now, I'm like, that was not stylish. That was stylish when like I was a teen and now kids are doing it. So well, I was going to say, chuggy, I don't know. I pulled up Urban Dictionary. There's obviously several definitions of chuggy. One of them is the opposite of trendy, stylish in middle school and high school, but no longer in style. Used when someone still follows these out-of-date trends. Mm. Let's see. What's another one? Um, it's kind of as if, like, someone who would still use, like, Woman Crush Wednesday or, like, throwback. Someone who does, like, a TBT is kind of chuggy, I would say. Like, someone who still does TB- hashtag TBT is, like, probably in that <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so... This is so funny, Gilly, because I literally pulled up an article from BuzzFeed yeah. of all places. And like, and they're probably just like, this is like a self-defense. They're like, don't label us as Juki. Because I feel like BuzzFeed quizzes might be in that. Um, like some of the things were like TJ Maxx runs, Apple Watches. I was like, what? Those are all, I mean, Apple Watches. Well, they, they have, um, okay. uh, well, they have in, in one of these definitions, which is cracking me up. It's like things that are Juki. <laughs> And I don't agree with most of these. The New York Times. <laughs> Someone said the office. No, no. One of the chuggy thing was 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 being obsessively liking the office. Oh, uh, that is chuggy. That is absolutely chuggy. Um, no, it's not. It's just good taste. PT Cruisers. <laughs> okay, this one I wholeheartedly agree with. Golden Doodles. <gasps> you know what? Fuck you. Fuck you with golden doodles. Golden golden doodles are not chuggy. They're a beautiful breed. They're chuggy as fuck. Um, okay. No, I have a cockapoo. And she's a beautiful dog. That's my daughter. Okay, so okay. Australians is on the list. Don't really get that one. Addison Ray, which I find funny because she is kind of chuggy on TikTok. Um, white people. <laughs> okay, um, that's ridiculous. Billionaires, which is amazing. Um, okay. The person writing this definition is Chuggy. <laughs> okay, yours are much funnier than. Well, okay, let me. Um, okay, I personally would okay, like. Okay, how about this one? Ready? Okay, what? Punny, punny sayings on items like this one. Yes. Ready? 
Pilates? Oh, I thought you said pie and latte. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On a napkin with like a pumpkin spice latte well, and a so pie. I would love to do, if you have any with you, ones that you find personally chuggy. So I made a list yesterday. These God are damn it, these I'm are prepared. These are things that are just I can just shoot them off and you can agree or disagree. Okay. Um, let's, let's do a round table and I'm going to, this is going to have to go off the cuff of my head. Let's go off the cuff. We'll do a little ping pong. I've got a long, I've got a pretty long list. Um, I'm going to start off by saying (laughs) Starbucks merchandise, (laughs) (laughs) you know, especially when it's like Christmas um, themed. Or like has like snowflakes on it. Okay, wait, I'm sorry. You know, like when it's you get the thermos, it has like a little like painted like cityscape. Okay, no, I know exactly what you mean. And like a quirky like hand. And I and I want anybody listening is that this is not to be pretentious at all. The This is making fun of the definition itself. I'm not trying to like make no, fun of it. No, I am like. guilty of some of the ones on my own list. Yeah. And like and I and I say this because I think the term is so absurd, but it does call out specific things within like consumerism that yes. are kind of funny. Yes. So here's this first one from a list. Ready? Golden retrievers. <laughs> <laughs> Golden retrievers. OK, I'm, I've, I've got one for you. Um, OK, that, that song that you hear, like probably in a Starbucks, that's like. That Sarah Bareilles song that's like, I'm not going to write you a love song. Okay, I love it. Because <laughs> you asked any Ingrid Michaelson song for that matter. <laughs> okay, wait. And you could put Jason Mraz on that list too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> of chuggy, like, music artists. Okay, I I have one. Okay. Okay, um, SantaCon. SantaCon's chuggy. Yeah. I think, okay. no, I don't. It's not corny. It's just basic. I don't <laughs> Wait, I have one for you right now. <laughs> what? Okay, Gilly, what? I'm going off this list and I, I'm saying this because you are violating this right now. Office merchandise clothing. Yes. <laughs> I'm wearing an office shirt right now. I own Do you know two of office them. stuff I have. I, first of all, I gave you that shirt and I love it. I have that shirt. I have the office sweatpants got, you gave me. I have yeah, an office those. hat and another office shirt. So... <laughs> It's a lot okay, of it like I gave you. So again, I am guilty of being chuggy. Um, I'm going to say that anytime anyone says like, like saying you took a gap year is chuggy to me. What? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> There's something so chuggy about being like on my gap year. <laughs> okay. Um this is this is another one. A heavily filtered art print of the Eiffel Tower. Oh, that's so good. That's guilty so of it. I had one. I have have one from growing up. Like any oh Walgreens photo, like printed on like a super coarse canvas, like like thing that you put in your kitchen. Um. Oh my God. This is okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. say um, Victoria's Secret perfume. Is chuggy. I feel personally attacked because you know, <laughs> no, you college, don't. all I wore was Victoria's Secret, very sexy. It was smelled so fucking I good. And I remember that. my brother was like, You smell like a stripper. I was like, I know, but it smells really good. I do. That's why okay. I bought it. Um, I would say Bath and Body Works, like yes. vanilla. Oh, scented anything. Sarah, I was just going to say, mine is just bo- like, all around across the board, French vanilla. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Especially if it's in a candle or like, or even like a Christmas cookie candle that you get at Bath and Body Works is so chuggy. Yeah, I, I would say that. Um, okay. And and I and I like those stuff too. Okay. Um, let me think of something else. Okay. I have another one mm, that, I'm gui- that I'm that I'm guilty it. of. Wearing your own knitted projects. <laughs> what? How is that chuggy? I don't get that. <laughs> it's corny and basic. It's like, yes, I knit this and I'm going to wear it. <laughs> I, and then okay, someone's like, where did you get your thing. scarf? We're we'll, like, I made it. <laughs> 
This is my thing, though. Okay, <laughs> uh, don't don't you think the things that are like deemed chuggy in the next like 10, 15 years are just going to be like cool again because they're going to be rebranded? Or no? Or are these just things that are? Here's my question: Are chuggy things just going to have a comeback? Will they have a comeback or are they just the trends that should never come back? Like if we looked at like 80s, 90s, early aughts, what would be like chuggy in them? No, this is very millennial directed. I think you touched on it already. I think it's middle America type of stuff that is like Mm. it's like it's like that documentary that we watched that was about the clothing Lulu LaRue or something. Yes, 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 yes. It's this like yeah, it's like this multi-level marketing scheme and they like sold really hideous printed leggings. Like it's like I mean all of that was chuggy. Like having like a trunk show like for leggings is chuggy. It's like okay, but don't you think this comes off as like being a coastal elite? Classist? Yeah, I do think that a lot of classism chuggy. <laughs> <laughs> no i was thinking about this okay some of it is but not all of it is that's a thing like gilly i am currently on my way to becoming a posh ambassador on poshmark i am obsessed with selling shit on poshmark but i'm realizing like the stuff that i would buy to like resell is not the shit that's going to be bought online poshmark has a vast demographic of people who are not on the coast. And I feel like in New York City and you are in San Francisco, the trends, it's like, okay, I grew up in Michigan and I felt like such a fucking loser when I went to U of M and realized that I was like, like two years behind everything. And I know they joke about that in the Midwest that like, oh, we're behind. Like there's that joke in Parks and Rec where they're like, oh, they're going to be so upset when they find out Kurt Cobain died because they just got into Nirvana. <laughs> right. There That's is this funny. idea that like, like states in the middle of the country aren't in tune with like fashion trends or just things that are happening. And I feel kind of repulsed by elitism in trends. And that's why like the chewy no, conversation totally. is both hilarious, but also like kind of self-incriminating if you're going to be judgmental. It what is, do you think? No, I 100% agree. I think a lot of the things that we're making fun of, like the Christmas cookie candle or like... <laughs> <laughs> Or like, or like a freaking loofah for that matter is like, you know, how I met your father, how I met your mother and how I met your father. I have that on my list. Pretty much anything on CBS. Yeah. Or like on like the CW. Yeah. I, um, no, I think there is like a large portion of it is classist, but then there's like one example I have. Again, this is my interpretation. But like yes. I met someone like out in San Francisco one night, this guy. And, you know, we were like getting late night tacos, like me and like a couple of people. And he was a vegetarian. And I asked, oh, like, um, you know, why did you become a vegetarian? And he's like, well, I, <laughs> I watched the documentary. What the health? <laughs> and, and if anyone like knows, like. I hate to break the news for any of the what the health like loyalists listening right now, but that was like propaganda by the sugar industry <laughs> trying to claim that like meat gives you diabetes. <laughs> Wait, are you serious? <laughs> when sugar and like high fructose corn syrup does. Yeah, the whole documentary is trying to point at red meat for giving you diabetes. How did I not know this? Because you probably didn't watch What the Health because it's so. I I think I think it it did feel like propaganda. A lot of those like new health things. I was like, who are these paid actors on this? Like, you know, it's bad when like you're Googling. Like when you have so many questions about what the hell is like, I was Googling it because I was like, this doesn't seem right. And then like all (laughs) of Reddit, (laughs) all of Reddit was like, yeah, like the sugar industry just like cranked this out with some like documentarians like um but basically i asked this guy like you know why did you become a vegetarian and he said i watched what the health and i was like oh yeah like i was trying not to be like too like much of a dick and being like well you know it's plenty i was like okay and i was like so how long and he's like 
I've been a vegetarian for two days. And I was like, okay, this is... <laughs> I was like, you're fucking chewy as fuck. And that was before there was the term chewy. Okay, that is so funny. He called himself a vegetarian and only done it for two days. <laughs> so good. Yeah. <laughs> so good. And it was exactly like that episode in The Office, sorry, it's Chugi, where Michael Scott wants to adopt a baby from like Somalia or something. And Pam's like, you know, like he doesn't want to wait on the wait list like five months. Yeah. He's like, I, I don't even know if I'll want a baby by then. <laughs> but like he had decided like the night before that like this is what he's wanted his whole life it was so that's funny. so true oh my god so that okay, that but that you know interaction what, though, was chewy i relate fuck. to that i relate that first off that is a very chewy interaction <laughs> and just chewy mentality but i relate to that hardcore because mm-hmm. speaking of like documentaries on netflix mm-hmm. i am the most easily persuaded person ever so <laughs> Like, I am a walking target for salespeople, for mm-hmm. people who want me to buy, like, sea salt mm-hmm. scrub hand lotion mm-hmm. in a mall kiosk. Mm-hmm. Like, I am a target. And I just am, like, very, I'm now a much it's more It's like a people-pleasing since, thing, though. It's definitely a people-pleasing thing. I really have a hard time saying no. Heather's mm-hmm. helping me work on my boundary setting and, like, <laughs> telling people no. But... Like with documentaries, like I will become radicalized very quickly. So I watched, um, there was something, I think it's called like Stink. It was the one about like the hidden fragrance in your products. And Dakota and I were like, well, fuck it. We're going all natural. Okay, all natural <laughs> stuff is great. It doesn't clean shit. Like, you know what clean mm, stuff? Bleach. I know. You mold. <laughs> like you don't yeah. fucking need like, you know, like oregano spray to get rid of mold. You need oh my bleach God, I to get rid of mold. Sh- well, you saw me when I was in I was in New York briefly. I was subletting um, an apartment and, um, you know, just getting a little change of scenery. And there was like like three like at separate staggered times over a cross of like two weeks, like baby roaches. And oh, God. I went out and bought Raid and I just. Rem- I remember telling people like in New York, like, I know it's like a politically incorrect thing to do, (laughs) but I went to fucking town and people were like, oh, no, like I totally would do that. And I was like, oh, my God, I've been in San Francisco too long. Like I would be looked at as like a baby killer if I was like, you'd be crucified, you know, killing roaches (laughs) with raid. No, I feel the exact same way because I've gone on. Like this actually leads me to another topic that I think is like really fucking fascinating. Um, And it has to do with like, if I want to talk about chuggy things, I think like being overly obsessed with like a um, like, like, oh, natural like shit, like everything has to be organic, natural this. And I'm like, all right, let's Mm -hmm. calm down here. And there's this like new sub set of like alt-left people that are becoming actually kind of like alt-right. So think about the people mm. who are like hippies who yeah. are like anti-vax, right? Like they're oh, yeah, like yeah, so yeah, yeah. left the new age, that they're- yeah. The new age people drive yeah. me fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh God, I can't, I, they're yeah. the chugiest of chugs. Yeah. And there was this like great TikTok thing that was called like the like left- the like alt left pipeline to becoming alt right. And it's people who believe in like, like manifestation has become yeah. the new pr- prayer has become the no manifestation has become the new prayer. Like crystals, your experience, like you crystals, you've become that your own like demigod, essentially. Yeah. Like you, you create your own truth, like manifesting yeah. your universe. Yeah. And this person was saying like, it's basically like, like it has like deep rooted, beliefs like christianity and Mm -hmm. like and um like colonialism and i was like whoa okay like crystals have gone too far but um no i'm gonna have to send you the the thing and i i think new agey shit is on that level and i think maybe that's why absolutely and just like that yeah that first episode yeah so repulsed by because they were like tapping into that part of the culture that is kind of repugnant you know yeah like that like ultra liberalism that ultra self-aware performance which i think is chuggy yeah there like it's funny that you say that because it wasn't like that first episode was new agey but like all that new agey shit is like, you know, t- 
trending right now. So like having like Palo Santo and like crystals and like, you know, of ficus or or Montserrat plant. I don't even know. I'm butchering it. I don't really know my plants. And like, you know, having like a freaking Himalayan like salt thing to like purify the air. Like all of that is very trendy, which the irony is that a lot of that's coming out of like, you know, the hippie like time. And but if you look at like the hippie movement, it was very anti-consumerism. So it's yes. really interesting to see this uh, dichotomy of hippie things that are very like materialistic and consumeristic. And so then naturally, like if it's trending, like and just like that is going to kind of like, you know, latch on to those <laughs> tropes. Um, yeah. And they it's interesting. None of the characters in Sex and the City, I would say, were deemed new agey. No, there was no one no. who was like kind of hippie-ish. They definitely didn't have like a hippie character Mm-mm. or like the free loving. And I don't know if you ever saw, watched the show Girlfriends and I'm forgetting the Mm-mm. character who was like that. But usually like in the in the trope mm-hmm. now, there is the new agey person in the group. Mm-hmm. You look at girls like um, mm-hmm. Jemima Kirk's character. Mm-hmm. I forgot her name. Yes, Jessa, yes. maybe. Yes, um, she yeah. was that like free spirit mm-hmm. kind of like, I don't know. And so Sex and City didn't have that. And I'm really curious because I think any show now, if they were to like kind of have four tropes of women, mm. that character, the like crystal loving tarot natural card astrology. Oh, natural would definitely be a character. If anyone is watching the new season of Love is Blind, one of the guys is making his own. He like makes his own toothpaste, which I think is really cool. So I kind of like some of the oh natural stuff, but I like. Sure. Try to like not be like too overboard about it. Um, yes. Actually, okay. So Gilly, mm-hmm. this is the thing though. I completely agree. And like, I if it's rooted in like, let's do something that's good for the environment. Let's try and like bring a little bit more wellness. But I think wellness has been like commercialized. Oh well, like yeah, a it's consumer out of good now. So like now it's just marketing, and it's completely like you like you don't need to buy more shit to be like a healthier person like you need to like buy no. less and if you want to be like better for the environment it's like okay you know what the ultimate chuggy thing Goop. celebrity makeup lines oh except for rihanna's but yeah i agree okay rihanna's is not touted as like this is better for the environment and like i totally had this awakening about like packaging and this yeah yeah you know, yeah, yeah, yeah but like celebrity makeup lines that are like, why don't you, why wouldn't you just use that money and like donate it to like environmental policy to like, yeah, help yeah, 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 totally. F- like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think Selena Gomez needs a makeup line. Sorry. No, actually, speaking of celebrities, I actually have a celebrity on my Chugi list. <laughs> oh, God, who is it? <laughs> my note says Lauren Conrad is Chugi. Oh, that's a, that's a low hanging fruit. That's an easy one. Come on. I thought or, you were going to say like Anne Hathaway. Combining the words Lauren Conrad and style icon is juky and disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> but she okay, has that's, like a that's, lot that's of products, really kind of like celebrity, like skincare or makeup. Yeah, she's, she's done very well. Yeah, yeah. I, okay, what do you think is the most absurd celebrity product line that you can oh think God. of off the top of your head? Um, it's gotten out of control. It's gotten really out of control. I actually am not really, like, this isn't my department, I don't think. I think that I usually ignore that shit. Um, I'm kind of proud of Jessica Simpson. Like, I kind of, like, I always see, like, her shoes, like, at a Salvation Army. Like, clearly, like, and they're kind of, like, nice. Um, they're probably chuggy. Yeah, I would um, say she, <laughs> she did well with her. She really hit a specific market and like, it, yeah, she knew what she was doing. She's done very, very well for herself. Okay, so I'm just looking oh, at I have this. one. There are I so many one. goddamn celebrity product things. Okay, so it's I It's like have- Sarah Jessica Parker. Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker has a shoe line. So I actually have one. There's one that I think is absurd, but I am dying to try it. It's Kendall Jenner's like new tequila spirit. <gasps> okay. Yeah. Eight, 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 one, eight tequila. Yeah, some, yeah. Is that what it's called? And she also has a, like a, teeth, yes. 
a tooth whitening line too. I saw it moon the other moon day. something. Yeah, yeah, and that's moon just something. so weird in, to me. But it's it's kind of interesting. A lot of the product lines fall into things that are like easily mass produced. So you look at like yeah. alcohol and like beauty yeah. products. Yeah. Um. And so I mean, tons of like celebrity wine labels, tequila labels. Yeah. I mean, the original one. Like you look at like some of the original people, like P Diddy, who did Ciroc. Um, yeah who did Sean John, his clothing line. You look at uh, George Clooney with Casamigos, um, Jessica Simpson. I mean, the celebrity as entrepreneur is a really fascinating um, kind of like cultural uh, thing that's come up within the past like 20 years that celebrities are now this like brand. Well, Um, also like one of the weirdest ones actually was, which I like didn't believe was like real is Dan Aykroyd has his, like, that skull, like, tequila line, or maybe it's a vodka. It's, like, in a clear, like, skull, or it's, like, Patron. I don't know what it is. But I always thought that was, that was, like, that was, like, he's had that for a while. Like, let's say, like, 15 years. And so that was, like, I remember wow. thinking that was so bizarre. But Or maybe he has, like, a share in it or something. Um, But... Have you ever tried Skims? No, because they're like unavailable. Kim, so Skims is Kim Kardashian's, um, which is actually, I didn't even realize the play on words there. Wow, that's kind of smart. Skims, Kim. Um, It's her like, it's like her Spanx like clothing line. Yeah, it's high quality stuff. I know, and it's been sold out. It's always sold out. The Kardashians talk about celebrity Mm -hmm. lines like that. Mom works hard. Well, yeah. And I actually Spanx is on my list of things that are chuggy. No, no. And and Runway is on my list of things that are chuggy. I'm willing for Spanx to be chuggy, but I'm not willing to stop wearing them. I started wearing Spanx like pretty consistently to like nice things. I would say maybe five years ago and I haven't looked back. My mom suggested yeah. them once and it was like a ritual with a mother passing down to the daughter, <laughs> like con- like supportive shapewear. And I haven't looked back. I, I, I had like a Spanx. I had a pair that I wore to prom and then I never wore them again. And then I prom. Yeah. And then I got some for Heather's wedding this past fall. But I actually have Ooh. on my list, I have um Similar to Spanx, I think Spanx are chuggy. I think that having like roll up flats that easily go into your purse are extremely <laughs> chuggy. <laughs> okay, I'm also an offender. Not anymore because I don't really wear flats that much because they always they always smell bad and I just have never figured that yeah. out. But or like, one of those like hooks you put on a cafe table so your purse doesn't touch the ground. Like that's okay. My, my I also okay. You know what? <laughs> no, you don't. All right. No, you don't. No, we stayed at this like beautiful hotel, and I'm not sure where it was. Dying, and they gave Sarah. those out at the restaurant, and I think those were kind of cool. Like, do you want to put your bag on the ground? I don't. Have no, a I. I am totally on board. You know what? Actually, with, with it, Gilly, but it is chuggy. Weekend. The other weekend, we were out in Brooklyn, hanging out in town. I had to put your bag on top of a faux plant because you had nowhere to put your purse. Yeah. So I literally stuffed yeah. it onto like yeah. a faux plant. And dirt. I'm really glad you did. I really And actually, you needed that like purse hook. Actually, shout out to one of our listeners and past guest, Jill. She brought up something just anecdotally recently. And I put it on this chuggy list. Um, she was at a guy's apartment <laughs> and he had all the Dyson products. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm guilty again. Right? <laughs> he had the hair dryer, the air purifier, and the vacuum. Like, like I guess, like for okay. me, I put like materialistic and basic on that like list of chuggy. You know. All right. So yeah, I'm. Am I chuggy? <laughs> I think I might be, and I think I might just have to come to that. Place and state of mind in which you just kind of accept that I like some basic <laughs> things, and it it hits at a core wound, which is not uh. feeling cool enough. And so, I, if anyone else never has ever felt cool enough, 
be chuggy with me. <laughs> like, like, be the chug. Except I'm not chuggy like pumpkin spice latte Ugg. See, chuggy. that's that's a perfect example. Is wearing like a long, like a wide brimmed hat, like that says high. Bride Tribe. Yeah, <laughs> and like getting a pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> All right, um, bachelorette parties were with matching shirts. Uh, so where it says like Bride Patrol or. Or what it, squad? It says like last fling before the ring, or one last penis forever kind of something. Yeah, anything punny. <laughs> yeah, that's all really chuggy. That that's like I know. that's textbook chuggy. So for anyone listening, if we mentioned anything that you love and hold dear to your heart, please know that there is many of these things like golden doodles, who I also feel that way. And I think the great thing about this trend is that everyone can be offended at some point. Oh, yeah. There's something in our lives that we love, enjoy and like that would be deemed chuggy by some like moping Gen Zer. Um, And a lot of the stuff that Gen Z does, I also think is like fucking bullshit and kind of weird and, um, you know, (laughs) Side parts. Side parts are always going to be in. Oh, are those chuggy too? Oh, those were like the first thing that was deemed chuggy. Oh my God. Wow. I've been rocking the side part the past few weeks. Oh man. I was going to tell you and I didn't know why. And I was going to say you're a big chuggy. Be honest. Chuggy. I also you're a have, big old chug with that air. I also have, sorry, I know we're concluding. I have the term girl boss put on any kind of merchandise is chuggy. Or even the that was ter- a big That was a big one, yeah. The term feminist on any merchandise. Or even like decorative liquid hand soap dispensers. Like that's like mm. like a seahorse or like a starfish wrapped around it. That's chuggy. yeah, I, 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 I can see all of this. Um, and yeah, a lot of it is just like over commercialized mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. And I think the Gen Z generation, because they're the ones that coined this term. Yeah. Right. It's like this like anti-consumerist. But I was yeah. like, kind of not because you guys are all on fucking TikTok. Y- yeah. Your yeah. data. Yeah. Like, you know, ordering things from Shane or Sheen yeah. or whatever. Sheen. Alibaba. I don't know. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I have one oh, skirt man. from Sheen and it was basically a paper napkin that was delivered to me. Okay. I ordered two beanies from Poshmark that were from Sheen. And I'm not kidding you. They were probably for a small child. It was the smallest. I have a big head, but not that big of a head. And I really do. And this is something I've heard about, like, the Chinese measurements. I don't know if anyone's ordered, like, clothing from China. I mean, I know a lot of shit's made in China, but Chinese Mm -hmm. sizing Mm -hmm. is insane. Like, I would be an XXL (laughs) if you were to order something. So... There's a ton of like um, lingerie that comes from China, yeah. but they use models that are actually, this was like, I wrote this in my notes app where I was like, who the fuck are these Amazon lingerie models and are they trapped? And are Sorry, they like, I just need to do a timeout. What? <laughs> Ordering lingerie from China is chewy as fuck. <laughs> Okay, you know what? If you need something at the last minute, go to Amazon lingerie, okay? You're doing like a freaking drop ship of like the weirdest, disgusting lingerie from China. You know what? This is absolutely right. And again, I'm willing to. (laughs) Okay. So, so you know what? You're calling me out here and that's absolutely fine. But like a little Valentine's. First off, Victoria's Secret, too expensive. Cosabella, too expensive. Like, you're like, I'm going wholesale. (laughs) I'm going drop ship from some random guy in like Arkansas. Absolutely. Lace panties in bulk. I'm telling you, first of all, I've never done that, but I've definitely bought like a, some lingerie off Amazon and <laughs> I'm telling you it like looks good, but you have to be very careful with sizing because mm-hmm. it's not made for an American big boned woman. <laughs> and like if you if you guys want to have a fun time, type in lingerie in for Amazon and then start scrolling and go like deep to page five. These this is like the most edited, like pornographic stuff. Like it's basically <laughs> like porn stars on Amazon laundry. Um, so I highly suggest it if you want to like have a little bit of fun and it's kind of like cheap shit that, you know, it's not like you wear every day. Right, right. Definitely, definitely not me. But anyway, um, well, yeah, well, I really indicted myself there. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, this is our little 
50th episode, which is probably a chuggy thing to do is celebrate your 50th episode on a no, podcast. No, starting a podcast with your friend. Starting Chugi. a podcast. <laughs> starting a podcast in the pandemic. Chugi. About sex in the city. About so, sex in the city. So the reason why Gilly and I started this is because for the longest time, so Gilly and I have been friends for a long time. Mm-hmm. And the thing that we love like the most is honestly just like talking and laughing with each mm-hmm. other, which is a very mm-hmm. basic thing for me to say, because when you have a friend, <laughs> that's what you like to do. You like to talk and laugh. But particularly we love what we call G talk, which is girl talk. <laughs> and so this podcast and from a lot of people have said to us is that they, it feels as if that they're with us like talking or like listening to a good friend's conversation. And that's really what the podcast is for us, which is just like good friends having a conversation about stupid shit. Um, And so, yeah. So thank you guys for just, um, you know, listening, Mm -hmm. reviewing, liking, subscribing. We left off at season three episode, um, episode six. We left off with, are we sluts? And kind of interesting because, because the the next episode is season three, episode seven, Drama Queens. And it's we're right at the inception of Carrie and Aiden's relationship. Yes. But as we all know, Big comes back in the picture very quickly Oof. in the next like two episodes. And yes. we get to like the juicy season three. Yes. yes. Um, it feels so, kind of weird to talk about yeah. knowing that we know Big died on a Peloton now. I know, <laughs> I know. I, well, I think it will be kind of fun now because we have this like new lens. Lens, it's not even a lens. We have this like new kind of pr- plot line and chronology. And so it will be like actually even funnier to revisit these episodes and like knowing exactly what happened. <laughs> No, absolutely. And um, so, yeah, so please, guys, let us know if you liked this style of the episode where we're just kind of like shooting the shit and it's not necessarily Sex in the City themed. Or if you're like, stay in your lane, don't be offensive with chuggy things, don't offend Golden Doodles and just talk about Miranda and Steve. Um, And yeah, we will maybe listen to it. Maybe I don't know. (laughs) Just shoot the shit. All right. Well, um. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe or follow us at the Miranda's Pod on You know what, Gilly? It's very chuggy to ask for that. I know it is, but you know, now I'd everything love to I'm meet doing some you of made you guys. me very self conscious. You made me very self conscious <laughs> of my Amazon lingerie and my Dyson products <laughs> and my cockapoo <laughs> and my Starbucks Christmas merch. Um, yeah, seriously. No. Yeah, cake, um, all right. Well, cake guys, pops, we will. Chuggy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, do you mean Keurig pods or K pop? No. <laughs> Neither. <laughs> Cake pops. Oh, okay. I was like, I was like, I really don't think you can say K-pop is chuggy without being like canceled. <laughs> like K-pop stands are notoriously like ruthless and we would be shut down. <laughs> All right. Oh my God. Have a good night uh, with your little curing pod. Um, we will see you next week, guys. Bye, Chugs. Bye, everybody.